I need your help. How do stories usually begin? There's some words we usually say. How do, we, how do stories begin? Once upon a time. Yes, you did it. Once upon a time. When a story begins once upon a time, anything can happen from that moment on, right? It could be a comedy. It could be a tragedy. It could be a morality tale. All things are open when we say once upon a time. That's how stories begin. There's this man whose work I admire. His name is Fred Craddock. He is a terrific storyteller. And he said, once upon a time, he said, my mom took us to church to worship and to Sunday school. My dad stayed home. He wouldn't go. My dad would complain. Mom would come home and he said, where's my Sunday dinner? Sometimes the preacher would come by the house and my dad would say, Preacher, I know what you want. The church doesn't care about me. The church just wants my name. The church just wants my pledge. My mom would be ashamed. Sometimes we would have a revival and the evangelist would come by the house and the preacher would sick the evangelist on my dad. There he is. Go get him. My mom would be in the kitchen all embarrassed and ashamed, her face, her face aflame, red, scared of what was going to happen out there. And my dad would say to the evangelist, I know what you're like. I know what your game is. You just want my name. You just want my pledge. The church doesn't care about me. Fred said, I must have heard my dad say it a thousand times. The church doesn't care about me. And then there was a time he couldn't say it. He was lying in the VA hospital, 73 pounds. His larynx had been removed. X-rays had burned him terribly. He couldn't speak. He couldn't eat. He had a metal tube inserted so that he could breathe. I went to see my dad. I flew in. And there in his hospital room were cards 20 inches long from members of the church. And there were flowers, fresh flowers, cut flowers, potted flowers, all from members of the church. And there was the guest sign-in book, all from members of the church. And I was reading one of the cards, and my dad took a Kleenex box, and he, he asked for my pen, and, and then he motioned with me, and I gave him my pen, and he wrote on the Kleenex box, and this is what he wrote. In this harsh world, draw your breath in pain to tell my story. It was a quote from Shakespeare. And I wouldn't tell you this story, except I asked my dad... Daddy, what is your story? And my dad wrote on the Kleenex box, I was wrong. How many times we get it wrong? Mary had it wrong. She ran to the tomb. It's a tragedy. Her friend, her master, her savior, the one she had pinned all her hopes on is dead. It over and out. The terrorists win, right? The oppressors win. Dictators win. Death wins. But she was wrong. 
And Jesus met her there and called her by name. You may have come here today with a story, and your story may be wrong. <laughs> you may have come here today saying, I can't possibly be forgiven. There's no way I can ever get over that hurt. I can't overcome that addiction. I'm bullied at school. I'm not the pretty one. I'm the ugly one in the family. I'm not the smart one. I'm the dumb one in the family. I have to do it all myself. I can't depend upon anybody else. Maybe if I just work a little bit harder or get a little bit more money or go a little bit faster, then, then I'll be happy. I'm here today to tell you, you have the wrong story. <laughs> Our defining story is caught up in the life and death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Easter is our defining story. Here's the story. God said, how am I going to get my people back? Uh, I, you know, I tried prophets and kings. I tried miracles. You know, I tried oracles. You know, I know. I'll come as one of them. And so God became flesh. And his name was Jesus. And he was born in the most out-of-the-way place in a manger in a stable in Bethlehem. And he grew up in a hick town, Nazareth, up there near Galilee. And his, his dad was a carpenter. And we don't hear about him after a little bit in the story. And, you know, and when he's 30, he takes on the role of an itinerant preacher. Boy, talk about a vulnerable lifestyle, you know. Calling the, the oddest people to follow him. And then he healed some folks and he taught and, and people believed in him. And you know what? In the last week of his life, he could have saved his own skin. But he decided to save ours. But that wasn't the end of the story. <laughs> On that Easter morning, God raised him from the dead. And that's our story. That's our defining story. I don't know what your story is today, but God has a better story for you. <laughs> I have another story for you. I was talking to one of my friends this past week. He was a very faithful follower of Christ, committed Christian. But he has a prodigal daughter. Can that, be, can that story happen that way? We don't have just prodigal sons. Can there be prodigal daughters, huh? Yeah. I mean, you, you know, you do everything you can, parents. You know what I'm saying, parents? You, you bring them up. You bring them to church. And you, you, you say prayers with them at nighttime. And you read Bible stories. And, and, but sometimes children, they just need to find out who they are by pushing off. They're saying, thank you very much, family. Thank you very much, town. I'm going to go find out who I am someplace else. My friend, this faithful father, has had a prodigal daughter. Oh, he's chased her down. He's run after her. He's manipulated. He's done all kinds of things to get her back. But guess what happens when you have a prodigal and you chase him down? They run further away, don't they? And she did. Broke his heart. Parents, yeah, it breaks our hearts. 
But a few weeks ago, something happened in her life. She had a close friend who suddenly died. And you know, all of her running away wasn't answering her questions. And she called her daddy. And she said, I need help. I need to find a church again. And he had some connections and he found a place for her up in the Pacific Northwest where she was living. And he gave her the contact information. And this past Sunday, on Palm Sunday, she went to worship. And she called her daddy back and she said, Daddy, I'm so glad to be home again. I don't know what your story is, but God has a better story for you. How, how do stories end? We start with once upon a time. How do stories end? This where you, and they lived happily ever after. I'm here to tell you on this Easter Sunday, they do. We do. That's the good news I have to share with you on this Easter Sunday. Amen.